0: What if everything we were told about how to be happy and to live a successful life was wrong? What if the answers to our questions about how to live fully lay directly within ourselves? Hi, I'm Lisa. I help women just like you heal from their limiting beliefs and step into their power by connecting with their bodies. In this podcast, Evolve or Remain, I teach you how. Through your human design, My life coaching skills and spirituality. The payoff is big and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. Let's make big changes together. Hello and welcome back to Evolve Where We Mean. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and enjoyed positive, authentic connection with your family and friends, enjoyed the food and making memories to last a lifetime. Or if you chose to have a quiet Thanksgiving, I hope it was restful and fulfilling and supportive in all the ways you needed. For me, as I record this episode before Thanksgiving, I'm really excited because all three of my children are going to be home for the holiday. It's been a while that all three of us have been together, and I'm going to be busy cooking and planning for the feast, and we'll just enjoy so much that we can all be together. I'm feeling really blessed that that will happen. This year, my mom, who is normally with us for all holidays, will not be joining us as she embarked on a Caribbean cruise for two weeks, and I'm so excited for her because this is a big step, something that she doesn't normally do, and I think she's going to have a great time. So we will miss you, mom, but we will see you when you come back. So to get into this week's episode, and I'm sure that you can gather from my branding information, I have a long history of not recognizing my self-worth, and that came from a lot of conditioning that I received as a youth. Now, I know this is not uncommon for many of us. We all received conditioning of different sorts. It's just the world we live in right now. However, I do believe it's uncommon to recognize that we were conditioned. I think there's a lot of information out there from great sources to help us recognize that we had this, but if you're someone who's kind of unfamiliar with this term, I will be talking about it a lot in my time here because when I realized that it was a part of my life, it really helped me heal and to realize that I had choices to make to change and evolve into the best version of myself. And that's why I'm sharing it with you because I want that for all of you as well. So this low self-worth is tied into people-pleasing and trying to be perfect so that we overcompensate for these qualities that we think we're lacking always trying to prove something to the world, right? Perfectionism is what I want to talk about today. And this is deeply tied into low self-worth. I think that as women, we don't realize the areas in which we're trying to be perfect. We perhaps think trying to be perfect is a good thing because we're striving to be better. And sure, always putting effort into our work and our daily lives, that's great when it's for something that we want. But to recognize where that desire is coming from, why do we want it? And that's really what's important. Is it coming from a place of trying to prove something to others so they'll think better of us? So this is not easy work and can really be difficult to do alone. We have to dig deep, ask questions that will help us determine from where or why is this need to be perfect arising? Ask, why am I putting so much effort into, for example, straightening up my house before friends and family come over? Why does it matter if I have toys or shoes or mail visible for others to see when they come over? Who will really care if the floor is not the cleanest it's ever been? If you keep coming up with, well, I want them to see it looking its best. I'm not comfortable with others seeing how we really live. Ask yourself why. You're human, you live in your home with your family and you're going about your life, so is everyone else. The goal in living authentically and having authentic connections is to have others love and accept us for who we really are. So if they see you in your normal environment and are still accepting and still like you, wouldn't that be more fulfilling? If you're finding that your answers come back to, I want them to see everything looking its best, I think we have to look deeply at why. Why is that so important? Winston Churchill once said, perfectionism is the enemy to progress. This quote really made me think, okay, so that really means that if we're trying so hard to be perfect and if that inhibits progress, what are we really working on to perfect? If progress is us trying to grow, evolve and learn and change for the better, then an enemy of progress is doing the opposite. So perfectionism is inhibiting our growth and evolution. Perfectionism is then taking steps back from work towards our life's purpose and being the most authentic and empowered version of ourselves. It's time to start questioning ourselves and asking why we do the things we do. Perfectionism is often thought of trying to have more things and more money so we can do more of what we want so we'll be happier but the reverse is really true. You must first be who you really are and do what you really want in order to have what you want. That's a quote from Margaret Young. In her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, Brene Brown says that authenticity is a practice and a conscious choice of how we want to live. It's a collection of choices we make daily. The choice to show up and be real the choice to be honest, and the choice to let our true selves be seen. Choosing authenticity in a culture that dictates everything that we are supposed to do, how much we're supposed to weigh, what our house is supposed to look like, that's a huge undertaking. It's a daily practice of letting go of who we think we are supposed to be and embracing who we really are. Choosing authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Mindfully practicing authenticity during the struggles is how we invite grace and gratitude and joy into our lives. So if we're so concerned about what others think that makes us change how we present ourselves to the world, we are actually repressing our authentic selves and keeping that from the world but being who we truly are and showing up authentically is part of our life's purpose and our path. By choosing not to do this, we're holding back our own evolution of self. Choosing authenticity is not an easy choice, E.E. Cummings wrote. To be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you everybody but yourself means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight And never stop fighting. Staying real, he said, is one of the most courageous battles that we'll ever fight. I love this. And I know why, because I've lived it. I'm sure many of you can relate. I know how it feels to be true to myself when the people around me were struggling to understand how and why I was changing But making the choice to be true to myself is the choice that liberates us from the chains of the world's expectations. Brene talks about the audacity of authenticity challenges the status quo. So people around us may be inspired by the commitment to ourselves, but more commonly, others will see that we're changing too much and maybe even abandoning them or holding up an uncomfortable mirror to them. Society tells us that being overly focused on ourselves and being authentic is shameful, as though we're choosing ourselves over others. Brene talks about shame being the birthplace of perfectionism. So anytime we're trying to be perfect, we need to look at what we are ashamed of and trying to hide. What are we trying to prove? Speaking out is a major shame trigger for women. When our opinions conflict with gender expectations, it's even more challenging. As women, our gender is expected to be thin, nice, modest. So staying safe and feminine means we have to be small and quiet and attractive as possible. Stepping out of our comfort zones and taking a risk, not doing what everyone expects of a woman, is a risk of being attacked, talked about. That's where the bravery and courage come in. To do the thing that you know you are called to do, regardless of what others will say. When we go against the grain and put ourselves and our work out in the world, some people will feel threatened and will be critical. But courage is telling our story, but not being immune to criticism. We must stay vulnerable, and that takes courage. Holding back our gifts for fear of criticism is not what we were meant to do in this life. We are not fulfilling our purpose and what our soul wanted for us in this life by holding back. Sacrificing what we are for others' comfort isn't worth it. The best gift that we can give those around us is our true, authentic self. There is work in integrating our past wounds and determining what is holding us back to be fully authentic so that we can know our triggers and present ourselves as fully healed beings. The best ways of determining past wounds, meditating, contemplating, and taking the time to journal about what we notice about ourselves. Be open to really asking yourself the hard questions. Why did I do that? Why do I care what they think? How would I feel if they came over to my messy house, to use that example? Why does it matter if they think I'm disorganized? If these people truly love you and accept you for who you are, it's not an issue for them to see your messy house. They'll love you for you regardless. So how about perfectionism in women and beauty and youth? The messaging is omnipresent in our culture. We are supposed to look a certain way, wear certain clothes. Culture lies to us, saying we need to be beautiful in a certain way and eternally young. We are ridiculously hard on ourselves to be this certain way. It was done to us and we are objects of beauty and desire. We don't want to be objectified, but we are still participating in this. And it's hard not to because it's ingrained in us. We are literally agreeing to this lie all around us by changing our bodies to look a certain way, getting plastic surgery, getting Botox. We are competing with one another as women without realizing it each time we do these things. So that doesn't mean that we can't do any of these things to try to feel better about ourselves or to try to, you know, if we want to try to look better. But I think we just need to keep asking why. Is that important? Do I really need to do that? How much does that add to my life? What about leaving the house in sweatpants and no makeup? Is that something you would even consider? We must ask why if we're looking to live authentic lives. What about feeling so good in our own skin that we're comfortable choosing how we want to present ourselves? It's worth experimenting. Go out and present yourself differently than you usually do and see how it makes you feel. Journal on it. You may be surprised at what comes up. Did you feel invisible because you weren't all done up? How did that make you feel? Whose opinions matter? Maybe you don't care and you feel no difference, but if you were conditioned similarly to myself, and I know there are a lot of women out there like me, we need to look at how important all of that is. I encourage you to explore this if it resonates with you. Journal and give some real thought to this because it's pure gold as far as I'm concerned with being real and authentic and concerned about perfection. Here's a personal example so you can feel me and why I'm coming up with this. For years, I was told I needed to look good put together. It was obvious from compliments I received when I looked a certain way and what was not said when I didn't. Like if my hair was done or I had lost a few pounds or if I was wearing more makeup. Silly superficial things but believe me it's noticed. I know you feel me here ladies this is everywhere. I always went out looking pretty put together hair and makeup done And then when I started to wake up and become more spiritually aware, I realized that I was tuned into what was going on around me. And I began to uncover that all this conditioning put me in a place where I thought that that was the way to present myself to the world. I discovered that all this was so closely tied to worthiness and authenticity. It all comes down to being ourselves and being comfortable in our own skin, putting ourselves first. That's where the work began. So not putting yourself first can present itself in various ways. Here's some examples. Having a lack of boundaries with others, not knowing our limits, and meshing with emotional needs of others, like codependency, playing the role of the fixer, people-pleasing, going with the flow and not sharing our own preferences, resentment, rage, self-silencing, and the attitude of can do and don't need any help. So give some thoughts to where in your life you're trying to be perfect. Trying to be perfect comes from a place that will feel unaligned from your true self. It will feel stressful and uncomfortable. Once we notice where we're trying too hard and not being authentic, now we are on to what we really need to work on. This is where you can begin to contemplate, journal about what's coming up. In my private coaching sessions, I help my clients reconnect with their authentic selves using various methods. Becoming our true authentic selves and stripping away the trying to be perfect to please others is work that takes time and digging deep into past conditioning. With coaching, we get past this more quickly. Coaches offer a view inside without judgment and allow us to cut through the crack that's been holding us back. It's easier to get to the root cause, the reason of trying to be perfect with coaching. If you feel pulled to have some help and support, click on the link in the show notes and schedule a call where we can begin the work of chipping away the old conditioning and you can step into living more authentically and manifesting what you want in this life. If you're interested in joining my Facebook group, I will provide content and support for all the topics that I found helpful in the self-healing journey. You aren't alone. This work is life-changing and is worthy of your time and attention in moving forward and living your purpose. You are worthy. You are loved. I'm glad you're here. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If this content resonated with you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you are ready for change, join my free Facebook group, Evolve or Remain, where you can connect with me and begin your journey to your purpose. The payoff is big and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. The link is ready for you in the show notes. I'll see you next week.